Blog Talk Radio. Play. 
we are all going through a very deep and powerful spiritual metamorphosis individually and collectively as the human species. I believe there is a reason behind everything that occurs. It's my experience that there are no accidents or coincidences in this world. Nothing is by chance, ever. What's happening to the consciousness of everyone on our planet has many dimensions to it, and one of them is of astronomical proportions. Not many people allies. This is Royal Majesty King Ra Sumabasagbeni, the world's first openly African black gay king. And the role of a king is to protect and to nourish his people. And I do so today by giving you a basic tutorial on the first Genesis story on planet Earth, the first recorded historical Genesis text. And this text comes from the blacks of the Nile Valley of ancient Kemet, known as Egypt. I'm going to move rather quickly through this text. It's a bit involved to make it as short as I can. You see here on the screen from a website called pyramidtextsonline.com, where they have many of the Egyptian texts online with both the English and the glyphic and the transliterations. In this book, which is called here The History of the Creation of the Gods and of the World, version A, there are two versions. We'll touch upon both versions today in this brief class. And this text shows how the Kamal saw the beginning of the universe, how it was created. But it's key to know that these two versions of this text are embedded in a larger text about the destroying of evil, text called the slaying of Apop texts. Apop is your bad habits, your wicked ways, your contradictions, and your negative emotional sensual behaviors. Within the descriptions of Apop, or humans' bad behaviors, this text appeared it's not a standalone text. It's part of a larger text about evil and how it works and how to destroy it. There are two versions, version A here on the screen and version B. The key, and many have asked me why they're two versions of the same story. The reason is because in Rinkam, the ancient comedic language, there aren't any clear and fast rules for tenses of verbs, meaning time frames. So, uben ra can mean ra rises, ra shall rise, ra rose, ra will have arisen, ra would have arisen. All of these tenses that we have different forms for aren't hard and fast in ancient Egyptian. So unless you really understand grammar and syntax, easy to miss why there were two versions of the same story in the same larger text. We'll get to the real reason in the actual details of the text, but generally speaking, version A is a conversation that the creator is having with himself in his own mind. In other words, there were two creations. Version A creation is when the creator 
visualized what shall become. He imagined it the way you do before you do something or become a rock star or go to the store or speak to your lover. You first picture it in your mind to some degree. Some of you picture it better, some worse, but we all image it. So version A is what's called the mental ideation of creation. Version B is the actual physical realization of what he thought in version A. The Dogon have this clearly outlined in their creation dynamics. The Dogon of Mali are actually Kamau that moved west from the Nile Valley. And they have these four dynamics of creation of their god Amma, called the Bumo, the Yala, etc. The Yao. But basically the Bumo means like patterns or ideas. So in their creation story of the Dogon who are Kamau, it started with an idea, kind of a blueprint, a concept, a theme, first a theme, then a blueprint, then an outline, then the creation. These four stages of creation in the Dogon texts about how Amma, the supreme being we call Amun, they called Amma, made the universe. So that's how I decoded that there are two versions. So I'm going to read the text in English, making a few commentaries in the glyphs here and there. But I'm going to change the tenses from what you see on the screen to the tenses that I know they were meant to be read as. Okay, we'll begin. The Book of Knowing the Evolutions of Ra. This is very key, this first sentence. Okay? The word book is shout or shat. What's interesting here is that this first word shat can also imply secrets. Sesh or shat. So it could imply the secret book or the secrets of the book of creation. And it has a little thread here implying that threads, what's called string theory, is key to understanding how the universe was created. It was woven. The Book of Knowing the Evolutions. This word evolution is not a very useful word for what's really going on. It's the word kheperu. The word khep means to grasp, to see. Khep means wondrous, marvelous. It means to bloom, to blossom, to pour forth, to pour forth water. But Kheperu means like the beautiful, Khep means like wondrous or beautiful. Peru means to come forth. Kheperu means something like the swirling, wondrous coming forth. It implies what's called spin. Kepra is this beetle who spins the dung ball called the sun. I like to define the word kepera or keperu or its versions as morphings. These spinning vortices of morphings inside of the great cosmic clay, which we call the universe in Egyptian. So the secret book of knowing the morphings of Ra. Ra means energy. Okay? 
Now note they draw raw here very specifically, a dot with a circle. The dot means singularity. The circle means event horizon. It's implying a black hole going on here. And the spin that occurs inside a black hole. Okay? So there's one matter, one giant clay we call the universe. It's about to morph. This means that space itself is the universe and that space folds upon itself. It morphs upon itself. So space itself is now undergoing some kind of change. And the change is of its energetic state, Ra. And of overthrowing a pop. Overthrowing a pop means by knowing the secrets of the universe and its morphing into being from the one matter into many forms within the matter, by understanding that, you can destroy your bad habits. Interesting psychology. You don't go to a Freudian psychology or Jungian psychology session or Maslow session where they tell you, well, to get over your drinking problem or your ADD problem, you should first study how the universe was made. But that's being implied here. Then it says the words of Nebricher. Now here it says which he spake, which is the past tense, after he had come into being. This was the key word for me to analyze very carefully, after. But this word emkret has many meanings. One of them is after. But the word emkret can also mean posterity or futurity for the future. So we now read it, the words which the Lord of the world, Nebercher, Lord of the world, shall speak when he comes in the future into forms, when he morphs in the future into forms. Recall here is simply thinking about, the creator's thinking about what he's going to do. He's working it out in his mind. He says, I shall become he who shall, I am, excuse me here, I am he who shall come into being, who shall morph as the morpher. And I shall become or I shall morph as the morpher of things morphed. If you read the word kepera as morph, it's much easier to follow if you know fractals. So imagine a giant pool of water, a giant ocean, then all of a sudden these whirlpools begin forming in it, and they keep folding and folding and folding into more complex shapes. The one matter morphing itself into many, many folds of distinction, differentiation. Okay. Kepera, the morpher, of what shall morph into all things. The word Kepera, I have other videos on my YouTube channel here that discuss Kepera in detail as the god of fractals, the M fractal, the Mandelbrot fractal. So this first line, the book of knowing the Mandelbrot fractal morphings of the life force and of overthrowing your bad habits. The words or the ideas of 
the Lord of all the world, which he shall speak in the future, physically, when he comes into morphing, into fractal morphing. I am he who shall fractally morph as the fractal morpher and who shall be the morpher creator of what he has morphed. The morpher of all things that shall morph fractally into being. The fact that we have this word kepera, here it is one, you see over here 11, 12, 13, just count the beetle. So far we have 13 beetle. If you say it, it would go jijetu nebecher jetfe mkret kreperfe nukpu kreper kreper kreperna kreper kreper kreperu kreper kreperu neb mkret kreperash kreperu imper rian kreper pet ankreperta. You hear kreper? That word keeps repeating, like a fractal. Fractals mean patterns that repeat. Like circles inside of circles, they're the same pattern but different scale. So not only do we have the Neteru, the science of the fractal, beetle, shown here, but it's written in a repetitive manner, in a fractal verbal expression. Okay, so then it says here, in the future, my fractal morphings shall be many. And there shall be many things that shall fractally morph into being, which shall come forth from my mouth. So mouth means through chance, singing. So here we have a sonic causative principle of the universe, that sound, the word, shall be used to create morphings, to cause the great watery clay to spin and to torque and torsion to make things. Not shall exist, not shall heaven be morphed. Heaven means the mental world. Not shall exist earth, the physical world. Yet ha ha shall I create the things of the earth and creeping things in that place. Here he's stating what shall not exist as the first things. The first things shall not be, shall we say, kind of material things. So it's setting you up for, okay, if the creator is not going to make material things, my goodness, what shall be the very first thing made? He says here, I shall raise them up from out of new, this is the clay, this watery clay of particles here and waves, from a state of inactivity of potential state. So he's saying that later on I'll raise up all those things, the things of the earth, the creeping things and all that, from new, which is possibility world. Now, here's the key to the story. Not found I a place I could stand wherein. Not found I a place Stand wherein. This sentence comes after him describing, well, there's this 
dimension of space called infinity, unlimited possibility land. But I can't pull out all these infinite possibilities that will one day become the universe until I create a foundation upon which to stand to pull them out. So we're getting to the first thing to be made. So his first act of creation, he says, I shall work a charm, kutna. It really means I shall work an udu, an odu. Kut means odu, a wrinkle in space that are called the odu ifa. We call the udu, afa. I shall work an udu, an odu spell within my heart. Um can mean within. Abita, within my heart. This says I shall lay a foundation, but this word senti can, has strong weaving connotations in the dictionary of budge. And here you see this kind of really rather intricate threading. I shall weave through strings. Recall there were strings here in the beginning, string theory. Here are strings again showing up at the first act of creation. Well, the first act really was that he invoked udus, these wrinkles in space-time. And he then, from the udu, shall weave a foundation in ma'a and shall make every attribute from ma'a, basically. So he's saying that through his mind, he shall visualize in his heart, his mind, like learn by heart, meaning you visualize it, basically. And from there, he will weave a foundation in ma'a. Ma'a simply means science. That's all it means. Note, it is not ma'at. It is got, it has no T, no feminine letter T, and it has a male god. He's got a beard. So he lays a foundation in ma'a, in idea of science. I shall lay a foundation in the ideas or formulas of science. And through science, I shall make every attribute. I shall be alone, meaning I am a singularity, a unity. I'm a oneness, at one meant with myself. For not shall I have spit out in the form of Shu, and not, let's see, can we turn this page here? Shall I emit Tefnut? Okay, let's go back. Not shall I make a spitting image of my form of Shu. Shu means radiation or yang energy. And then not shall I emit tefnut, which means yin or gravity. So when you have Shu tefnut, we're talking about what I like to call oscillation dynamics of the universe, opposites, balancing and teetering back and forth. This is saying, here, I am a unity, I'm a singularity. I'm a unified field with nothing in it. I have not yet created opposites. Not existed another who worked with me. This is monotheism in the truest sense, meaning one theos, one divine entity. So before he makes polarity, he 
establishes that he is androgynous. He's a unity. He's all things. He's no things. He's neither left nor right yet. He's that which is before opposites, before male and female. Male being shu, tefnut being female. Then he says, I shall weave a foundation in my mind, in my own mind. And from my thoughts shall be morphed into being the many morphings of the things which shall morph from out of the fractal morphings of birth. So here we're describing a creation story, a Genesis story, unlike any in any religion in the world, where the mind is creating. This is a mental creation, a mentation. The universe is a mental construct here. And the heart is established as where he's thinking from. He thought with heart, not from his head. This is why in the later text, in the judgment scenes of the Kamau, the heart is weighed. Because the heart is your true creator. Okay. So the things which will come out of the morphings of birth from out of the morphings of their birth. He repeats the sentence. Again, iterating, there's going to be a mental and there's going to be a correlate physical birthing, that you have two births. This may be one of the most important lines where he repeats the morphings of births from out of the morphings of their births. It's saying, you, you who are listening here, you have two births. One in your mind, how you think, creates you, and that creation births how you're going to act. It's actually saying mind over matter, amunra, mind over matter here. Now here's an intriguing part. Ah, I, even I, lo, I, had union with my clenched hand. That's called masturbation. Basically saying, I masturbated. Now the word hot links to the word ab, my heart. Because you can say your hati or your ab means both your heart. So it says here, I masturbated. I joined myself in embrace. Well, that's a weird way of putting that. Who says I joined myself in an embrace? It really means I loved myself. I embraced myself. With my shadow, Kaibita. And I. You've been listening to Reason Talk Radio Sunrise Service, 6 to 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's six minutes left in the broadcast. I'm your host and producer, Rob Reason. First, we are Angelina and Rob Reason of Northern California. On the web, we're number one, not the word. Please visit us at onereasonproductions.com. Thank you who have logged in, checked in, listening in, calling in, the dates and time that you do. We love you for your love and support here at Reason Talk Radio. Please tune in, chime in again from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, unless otherwise posted. We thank you all for all your love and support.
Let's go on Reason Talk Radio for the last five minutes. Let us take you higher. Greed. Bye. 